something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Anxiety running high given current world circumstances? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Sessions are conducted entirely online and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Visit trybetterhelp.com slash golden ghouls. That's trybetterhelp and join the over half a million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Listeners get 10% off your first month. That's trybetterhelp.com slash golden ghouls. Hello, my ghouls. Howdy, Howdy hello, my ghoul friends. You know, all right. Getting by. Getting by. Getting yeah, by. It, the times have not been the easiest, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but we're doing what we can, trying to educate ourselves, trying to be good allies for the black community. Oof. It's, exactly. It's, yeah, it's rough times, though. As an empath, I'm having an especially hard time because I feel like I'm just really feeling the weight of the world and like mm-hmm. uh y'all Whew. I feel that too but I don't know. we we need a good laugh this week you know we need a little a little levity to to get through the week so we thought yeah we'll get back get back into it just a bit yeah, yeah. why not dive you know deep into the spirit realm when things <laughs> are uh a little nasty here on earth, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. I do have some exciting news, though. What? Um, I was interviewed last night by our friends of the Brew Interviews. Love so there will be an episode coming soon featuring myself. Kylie and Emily will also be doing episodes with them. So y'all will have another podcast to look forward to. They're so sweet. They're so funny. So it it was a blast. But Lauren, one of the co-hosts, who was actually our first patron, told me that she became a patron before Emily started getting tattoos, so she doesn't have one. Girl, you're wrong. <gasps> oh my you're God. wrong. You're wrong. You got one, girl. <laughs> where is you it? You know where it is? Right on this, right here. You, this is right above the collarbone. Ooh. It, into the, into, you know, that sweet spot. A little sexy, that's, a little saucy. Sweet, yeah. That's where you are, girl. I'm going to be honest. That's also a very romantic place. Like, that's it a is. serious spot. So it, it makes sense that yeah. our first patron and our good friend, Lauren, is there. An angel. I love that. An angel. Yeah. There's also exciting news that our collab with Pearl Candle Company, there are a few candles left. <gasps> so if you haven't gotten one, the people are living for them. They say that the scent throw goes on for days. Their whole house be smelling wonderful. So. Love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love how much people are loving it, too. And, of course, I love how talented Pearl Candle Company is. They're the they, best. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I'm not going to name any names, but I, you know, have been trying to support local and small businesses and whatnot. And love a candle, so I, I've ordered plenty. But sometimes the scent's just not strong. It's not there. But with Pearl Candle Company, <laughs> oh my lord, it is 
Perfection. Perfection. Totally. Yeah. Takes over the whole the whole space it's in and just it's beauty. From the Truly. moment it's lit. Even when it comes out, it lingers. <laughs> it does. Beauty. It does linger. It's like I love it. I live mm-hmm. and I laugh and I love it. It's true, she does. I've seen it. <gasps> she has, she has. <laughs> and we're the golden ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. That was a weird spooky noise I made today. Yeah. Woot woot. It was like this. (laughs) (laughs) And it squeaked a little bit. Yeah. I love that. I guess I guess my ghost is starting to play the trumpet. Oh, it's we'll see how that transpires. His song is getting stuck in your head, huh? It's coming out. It's coming out in the haunted song. Well, on that haunted song note, I'm going to share our first story, which actually there's a funny story behind this. So this is from Patrick, who we love, who has shared tons of funny stories with us. But the other day, I'm sitting on my couch, minding my own business, watching the new season of Queer Eye. My bud Carly Mm -hmm. from work who's also just a dear friend in life now, she FaceTimes me, and I'm like, what is she up to? So she says, hey, I'm on this call with some friends. We do it weekly. We talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we have this friend who we met a little while back, Patty, and he asked me, do you happen to know of this Austin-based podcast, The Golden Ghouls? And (laughs) Kylie... Stop. (laughs) Carly... So many L-Y names. Carly said she, like, screamed. Everyone on the call screamed because they were like, wait, <laughs> we work with Alyssa and Kylie and Emily used to work with us and we love them and the podcast is so good. And Aww. Patrick was like, oh, my God, that's one of my favorite podcasts. And I said, wait a minute. Is this the Patty I think it is? And it was him. Like, what a small oh, world. The world colliding. I love it. Yes. Yeah, so some of my friends are friends with Patrick. So Amazing. Odd. Small, small world. Honestly, it makes sense. It, it does. does. I mean, Patrick's an angel. All of the people who are on that call are angels. They're some <laughs> of my favorite people that I've ever worked with. So it's just funny. But here is. is Patrick's story. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. Same. <laughs> All right. I just have to tell you that. <laughs> She's ready. She's excited. Patrick says, hi, ghouls. Hey, hey, hey. It's your boy, Patrick. I hope you're all doing relatively well and staying healthy. I'm writing this very quickly since I know you're going live very soon, and I wanted to send this story in to keep you all entertained. So Patrick sent this back when we did a Facebook Live a little while back. But, you know, stories take us a little time to get recorded so this will be part two of the cinematic universe that is me being haunted also this story has a vintage reference to when y'all i think it was emily who specifically specifically wanted more toilet related stories (laughs) yes yes we're bringing it back bringing it full circle Uh, we're back to the to the poos (laughs) So my sophomore year of college at Loyola University, Chicago, I was an RA in one of the oldest dorms on campus. It used to be a seminary until they moved into a nicer building next door because college freshmen wouldn't care about the nicer building, I suppose. 
Anyway, while I was an RA there, I learned that it is super old and the place was practically falling apart. One time I woke up and the entire railing in the stairway had just fallen out of the wall. Another time, a piece of the ceiling just fell in the hallway, just because. (laughs) So basically, the building was super creepy and had very big haunted vibes. And sure enough, I had my encounter with a ghost living in my hallway. So as an RA, they have us move in two to three weeks early around the beginning of August for training. I just moved in and it was maybe two to three days into training. The structure of training was presentations with all the RAs during the day. The, during the day, geez, Louise. Then after dinner was independent time to make bulletin boards decorate your hallway. Mine was Stranger Things themed and was pretty badass if you ask me. <laughs> so I had decided to stay up pretty late working on a bulletin board that was right by my room. In order to understand the encounter with this ghost, I should explain the shape of the building. It's basically just the shape of a capital E. Each leg of the E has rooms and a bathroom with three RAs on each floor with their leg of rooms and some in the main hallway, the long part of the E. Anyway, so while I was working on the bulletin board, I was sitting on the floor of my leg of the E and I looked down the end of my hallway out the window that was there. Suddenly, I see a shadowy figure walk down the long part of the E in the reflection of the window. It was dark out, so the hallway lights created a perfect reflection. The figure seemed to be a kind of taller man, just sort of power walking by. I don't like a fast ghost, okay? No. Wait. (laughs) We like them slow and steady here. Yeah. I I like like them slow so they're not going to catch me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I imagine this was most likely a residual energy or spirit from when the building was a seminary. Needless to say, more bricks were shat. I tried to rationalize it, (laughs) but the only other people in that building were the other RAs who were all downstairs working on their decorations together in the basement. I quickly put the bulletin board back up and hustled into my room for the night. Since then, I had a few weird paranormal encounters with the same ghost. There were a few times I felt super uneasy when doing late night rounds of the building, basically just doing a lap of the building, looking for trouble while you're the RA on duty. And you know, there's always trouble in dorms. Kids are up to no good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got in trouble all the time, you guys. One time I put a wrapping (laughs) paper on my door for Christmas and they were like, "Mm, fire hazard. You can get kicked out. What? No way. Yeah. I was like, girl, wow. it's Christmas. That's dumb. She was trying to be festive and she got told. Yeah, I had down. to unwrap my present early. It's okay. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Patrick goes on to say, my hallway always had a very weird vibe as though something was off. Though I gotta say, this ghost definitely had a good sense of humor because they gave me a good laugh with a few bathroom hauntings. The building's bathrooms were split, so when you walked in, you either went to the left for the toilets and urinals or to the right for the showers, with sinks and mirrors on both sides. There were more than a few times I would go to the shower and hear no one come in or out and then hear the sink start running on the toilet side of the bathroom. Though the best moment was when I was in the bathroom in one of the stalls and suddenly I heard all of the other toilets flush. (laughs) I legit just started laughing out loud while sitting there. After it happened a few more times where the toilets and urinals would start randomly flushing and the sinks kept going off, 
I finally just said out loud while in the stall, hey, I understand you also live here, but can you please try not to waste water or scare people? It's totally cool that you're here, but just let's not freak anyone out. Things seem to be much calmer after that, though I never got any word from my residents. Anyway, that's my fun story about being haunted with some extra wild content. I hope everyone is staying (laughs) healthy and keeping that social distance. Best of luck and lots of love, Patrick. I mean, I love it. The ghost should put a rhythm to the toilet flushing. (gasps) You know, like a song. Beats by ghosts. the rhythm of the night? (laughs) Don't shake on me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it, kids. Toilet ghosts. I love that. I love it. That thank wasn't you, funny at all, but just thank you for laughing. <laughs> You're we'll always laugh hilarious. For you. Thanks. <clears throat> okay. She's ready. I've got one from Julia, which also happens to be my sister's name. However, this is not from my sister. Oh. Well, we love this Maybe Julia a sister too. from another mister. <gasps> from another oh. realm, but. Okay. <clears throat> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. She coughing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All of my windows have been open because I don't have an AC unit yet, and there are many trees right outside, and I think mm. all of the pollen comes into my room. That's mm. so. a recipe for allergies, queen. Sorry about that. Yeah. I don't have the COVID. I'm just, I'm just coughing. She's safe. It's all the right. flowers. It's the flowers. It's the trees. Okay. My golden ghouls. I have owed you these stories for quite some time, and alas, the time has come. I've been, hmm, haunted, perhaps? In contact with? Sure, with the other realm since I was a little ghoul. Let's start from the beginning, from what I can remember, five years old. Every night, a nightmare visited me as soon as I caught rest, causing cold sweats to nearly drawn... Hold on causing cold sweat to nearly drown me as I woke from screams of horror. The demons in my dream were chasing me outside of beautifully structured buildings. Churches, maybe? Fast runners, but never was I caught. But those were not the scariest dreams. It was what the demons in my dream made me do, or the ones I love to do, that haunts me to this day. In these dreams, evil, with a capital E, surrounded my every escape. It came to the point where my parents felt this was beyond night terrors. I cannot say what pushed them in this direction, but they had a priest, the lovely priest who baptized me, come and bless me and our home. We lit a candle that day and kept it lit until it burnt out. I can say I did not have a nightmare until I turned 17 years old. Whoa. That's that's pretty wild. There is a difference between a bad dream and a nightmare between your mind playing over the scary movie you watched and your mind warning you of what's to come or what is watching you. As you know, if you believe in something, you invite it in. Now, here are my ghost stories that haunt me to this day. And she's, she's titled these kind of like chapters. So this one oh. is titled, The First Time We Met. Our finished basement is cold and unwelcoming. My brother was downstairs and I was upstairs watching a movie. He ran upstairs with tears covering his face. Julia! Julia! I saw! I saw! (laughs) He couldn't get the words out. (laughs) Excellent acting. 
Thank you. Julia, let me know if I sounded like your brother just mm-hmm. then. <laughs> he couldn't get the words out. He claimed he was just watching television, and a black shadow figure appeared in front of him, hovering closer until it was over him. I reassured my brother that he must have been nodding off and his mind was playing tricks. Once he calmed down, he went into his bedroom to sleep. In the middle of the night, my brother suddenly woke up. His eyes shot open, but his body was paralyzed. He couldn't even blink. He was helpless for 30 seconds, held down by an invisible force. My brother is not the person to admit paranormal activity, so I knew how real this was for him, and I consoled him, reassuring he probably was shaken up from the trick his mind played earlier. So I'm sure that sounds like sleep paralysis to you guys, but the fact that his eyes were open is interesting. I've I've had sleep paralysis and opened my eyes, though. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. You look around the room. Yeah. Ooh, still spooky. Yeah, still scary. Still, yeah. That'd be good for, like, an eye drop commercial, like... <laughs> Sleep paralysis, we've got you covered. Sleep paralysis, got your corneas dry, we can help. (laughs) Okay. We stayed out of the basement until the day we forgot about the shadow figure, which was relatively soon afterward. I was in the basement this time, alone, watching television. I glanced away from the TV to see a black shadow standing in front of me. In the blink of an eye, it was gone. It resembled a young male with a hat. Oh my god. I ran upstairs so quickly. Forrest Gump had nothing on me. <laughs> I calmed down and thought it could have just been in my head, all thanks to my brother. But I was wrong. Later that night, I fell asleep in my brother's room. He fell asleep on the couch, and at the time, I shared a room with my sisters. I snatched the opportunity for some alone time. I must have dozed off into sleep because suddenly my eyes shot open. Not an eye could blink, not a finger could move. For about 30 seconds, I was held against my will, then let go. I ran into my parents' room. Months after, my sister fell asleep in George's room. This time, when her eyes shot open and she was held down against her will, she saw a shadow figure of a young boy with a hat. My youngest sister had also seen him in the basement, and most recently, my sister's boyfriend saw a black shadow figure in the basement. We named him Timmy. All right, next chapter. What a name. This one's titled, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. Like I said earlier, you invite in what you believe. I was very interested in the supernatural and witchcraft. Past experience almost made me feel as if I was entitled to try and communicate with the other realm and could practice magic. We did play with Ouija boards when we were very young, and perhaps this explains all the open doors to the spiritual world. Anyways, one night, there was hyperactivity, and there were a few of us who experienced it. After watching the craft at my aunt's house, my cousin, sister, brother, and I wanted to try and have someone levitate by practicing light as a feather, stiff as a board. So for those who don't know, actually, you know what, I'm sure you guys know what that is, but you basically, each person puts, what, two fingers under a person, and then you lift them up? It's like two fingers on each hand, isn't it? I, I yeah, that sounds, I, that sounds safer. Like that. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a fun game. It, we have you know. fun. <laughs> we have fun. Of course, that did not work, but we still needed some spiritual stimulation. Foolish. <laughs> we held hands and tried to contact the other world. 
we asked for a sign of a presence, and the sign we asked for is for the rolled up, crumpled up piece of papers we circled around us to tumble. And they did. We screamed and jumped and ran downstairs, but it didn't stop. On the way out of the room we were in, I caught a glimpse of the knitting art of two birds that were hanging on the wall. The birds moved, and my ass moved faster to get the hell out. What? <laughs> That's, yeah. That might be my favorite line in this whole thing. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> The paranormal activity at my aunt's remained active. I saw handprints pressed against shower curtains, and one day, curious as can be, I took a decor seashell to my ear to, quote, listen to the ocean, unquote, and crab legs came out. Took a look again. Of course, there were no crab legs there. Oh, my God. This sounds like, uh, this is witchy shit. Like, this is witchy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. uh -uh. Uh -uh. So, the curse? Their curse? Maybe. That is bizarre. My God. Uh, The next chapter, Cold Soul, Cold Hands. I was in my parents' room with my dog, Willie, (laughs) relaxing in between consciousness. The lights were off and the door was open, allowing the hallway light, which acted as a nightlight. I could not not sleep in complete darkness due to fear. I'm going to correct that sentence. I could not sleep in complete darkness due to fear. I was about to fall asleep until I heard the bedroom door. I looked up and Willie started to bark aggressively. My heart dropped and I froze. A deathly white hand with barely any flesh gripped the door from behind and was slowly shutting the door. The nails of the hand were light but tinted with a dark hue. I screamed and cried for what seemed like forever, never taking my eyes away from the door. My brother came in, followed by my sister, in a panic. I screamed through my cries for him to turn the lights on. Okay, so maybe that sentence was correct. I don't know. Julia, do you sleep with the lights on at all, or or do you need complete darkness? I personally have to sleep in pitch black because I am afraid of, like, shadows that are formed by things in my room from light. So maybe they gotcha. did mean that they can't sleep with any light whatsoever. Got it. Okay. All right. But how did she see the hand? I'm going to be thinking about this. It was a ghostly for- hand. It was seen in the dark. I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time. Julia, please help me. <laughs> Once the lights turned on, the evil was gone. I cried to my brother. We called my parents who were away. I did a prayer and had my siblings sleep with me that night. Willie confirmed that it wasn't just in my head. Next chapter. What are you doing here? Now, this spirit that I saw was not evil. I think you can feel energy if you allow yourself to calm. At this point, I knew I was in tune with some spiritual world, and I tried to block it all out. I was laying in bed with my sister. We share a room. She was on her bed and I was on mine. I heard a noise and looked over. She was asleep, and there was a young girl getting into bed next to her. She had no face, but dark hair and light skin. I said, hello? (laughs) What are you doing here? She didn't acknowledge me and just lay down. I just turned back around. Uh, You didn't even wake your sister (laughs) up? I would have woken my sister up and been like, bitch, get out of bed. We gone. 
Absolutely. Exactly what I would have said. I would have said hello. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh my lord. Next chapter, Walking Dead. I tend to connect or hear these ghosts or spirits when I'm alone or relaxed. I had the lights off in the TV room and kitchen. The door opened and Eleni, my sister, walked in. Forgot this, she said. I told her to turn off the lights when she left the room. She did and walked out the door. A minute later, she was pacing back and forth, back and forth. My mind was saying, oh, Eleni, shut up. Why are your footsteps so damn heavy? Then I realized she had left. Chills came over me and goosebumps covered my body like a cloak. That's poetic. I glanced into the kitchen. My eyes had adjusted to the dark and could not scan a body in sight. The footsteps gave off the emotion of heavy worrying and pain. I yelled out, Eleni? And suddenly the footsteps stopped. I quickly changed the TV to cartoons, called my dogs over, and gained the strength to get up and turn on every light in the house. I don't think this was Timmy. I never figured out who this was. All right, another chapter. Hello, Julia. Again, I was laying in my brother's room with my dog. My boyfriend at the time was in the basement playing video games with my brother, so I took the opportunity to wind down with some animal cuddle. You know. Ugh, we know. Well, our hallway floor creaks when you walk upon it. I heard creaking that became louder and closer. Dylan? I called out. The creaking stopped. I shrugged it off and faced the wall to cuddle Willie. I then heard the creaking right at my bed. I felt my heart race all while my body froze. I knew something was there. The raspiest, playful voice seductively said, Hello, Julia. I spun around to find no one and nothing. That's, I would move. I would be gone. If something (laughs) says my name, I'm out. Actually, yeah, like, remember when I heard someone whisper my name when we were at the Menger in San Antonio? <laughs> yes. I was out of there. I was like, we got to go. We're out of here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Be like, what up? What up? What up? That's what, what I would up? say. So there's there's one more chapter to this. I'm just getting progressively creeped out. <laughs> Someone told me to never respond to voices or entities, so I kept quiet. Don't remember who or when I was told. Next chapter. Angel, is that you? This happened in the summer of 2018. At this time, I was a 28-year-old woman who let go of these memories and had embraced all good and shaken off all bad energy. It was a difficult time in my life, and I spent time every day talking to the universe— asking to have aid in understanding the reasoning of certain experiences. To save you some fluff, my cat usually sleeps with me, and this was the first time she decided not to. I did not like it, but I let her be. At some point, I must have fallen asleep because, before I knew it, I was traveling through what felt and seemed like a warp tunnel. You know how when you're a kid and your parents are driving and everything is going by so fast it's a blur? That is what this looked like, and what it felt like, and it was an incredible vibration. Then I landed on my feet. It was in real time, so it was dark and a nice, cool night. Cars were parked along the street in this quiet neighborhood. Trees were in full bloom, almost causing an arc, an arch. 
an arc, all the way down the street. I looked forward after I scoped out the scene and saw a light coming toward me. The light was a being, and through a whimper, I said, I promise I will help you, but I cannot right now. I am starting a new job tomorrow, and I need to get a good night's sleep. Please. (laughs) The entity respected that because, with a nod or a flick, I was pulled through this tunnel again. I felt every single vibration, and, and I shook as I went through. I came to my bed, and my ears were in pain and still vibrating. Suddenly, my ears popped, and I looked at my phone. 3.33. Fate, my cat, came in after. I couldn't sleep much, and 6 a.m. came sooner than I would have liked it to. I walked outside to get into my car to drive to pick up a coffee. I held the door handle of my car and let it go. I should walk, I told myself. So I did, and I had company. A feather joined me on my walk before it flew all the way up into the sky where I could no longer see it. Usually when feathers fall from a bird, they fall, right? (laughs) True. A couple of days later, I was walking the neighborhood at night. Mars was visible, and I needed a good look at the planet. I was on my way back to my place when I heard my neighbor's two dogs barking like crazy. Their owners told them to calm down, and I was like, Geez, lady, if dogs are a judge of character, I must not be giving off good vibes. And my thought was cut off. A very big, lighter-colored wolf? Coyote? I don't know what it was walked right in front of me without looking at me. It had raw meat in its mouth. I stood there in the middle of the street and watched it walk into the yard directly in its path. I realized the dogs saw this, and their humans didn't. She was still sitting on her porch, staring out into the neighborhood, unfazed by the large creature that was, by the way, the height of me, that just walked on by. So I know Julia, and she's a petite little cute thing, But still, if I saw a coyote slash wolf, the height of her, I would pee my pants. Pee my pants. (laughs) I have not made sense of this experience either. But I do feel reassured that when we do talk into the universe, something is listening. We are much greater than we know, capable of magics unknown. There are things much greater than us out there, watching, listening, learning. You invite in what you believe, so keep your heart and mind safe and bright. Now you've entered my vaults and learned of my tales. I can elaborate on anything you would like. All my love, Julia. Woo, girl! Julia. Wow. I did not know that your experience was this intense. For real. I've been very excited to read this since she submitted it, and I'm glad that I didn't peek, peek ahead. I wanted this to be the first time I read it so I could have... A reaction in real time, and I'm gonna tell you, I got some goosebumps. <laughs> yep. Something is af- not after you, but with you, maybe following you, or maybe you are a medium of some sort. I could see that with her. I could see her being a medium for sure. She has a, but she has a lot of good, positive light. Mm. So, hmm. Well, much to think about. Much to think about. Much yeah. to think about. Well, I can wrap it up for us here with our good friend, Laura. She says, hey, ghouls, it's Laura. Love the podcast, and I really enjoyed your Facebook Live episode. I wish I could have mm-hmm. participated a bit more, but my tiny humans were being too fussy. 
I did mention my possible paranormal pregnancy experience in the comments. So here I am sending it in. I'm so ready for this one. Are y'all paranormal pregnancy guys? I can only what? hope one can only dream. Rosemary's baby. <laughs> All right. So, so let me preface this by saying at the time this occurred, I was pregnant with my second son. My family dog named Coco of 15 years had recently passed away and we had just moved into our new house. I'm not sure if any of these have to do with my experiences, but I wonder if they are related. Last year, there was a time period I'd frequently wake up around 3 a.m. to weird noises. If my husband was home, I'd try to wake him up to investigate, but he'd just fall back asleep. One time, my cat Keanu, <laughs> love it, Keanu for a cat name, dude, nailed that. Gorgeous. Nailed I know it. someone who has a pug named Keanu, and I'm like, yep. That's so cute. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> One time, my cat named Keanu heard what I did and got up to check it out and came back soon after to cuddle with me. But there were two times I did see something unexplainable. The first time I woke up alone in bed, I decided to go downstairs to check on my husband. I got to the stairs and looked down to see him walk by, walk by in his basketball shorts and a black shirt, and I heard him go out the front door. I think, okay, he's walking the dog, so I'll wait on the sofa for him to get in. But as soon as I make my way down the stairs, he comes back through the front door. I tell him, that was a short walk. And he replied, what do you mean? I walked all the way down to the end of the street and back. I told him, no, that's not possible. I just saw you walk past the stairs and heard you go out the door when I was coming down. And I just made it to the bottom. He insisted he'd been outside for some time and swore he saw no one leaving our house, but we were both pretty spooked about what I saw. Scary. The second situation happened by our front door. My husband had an early morning flight to California, and I was his ride to the airport. We're getting ready to head out the door, but I still had to get a few things, so my husband took our son to the car to start getting him buckled in while I finished up inside. When I went to the door, I saw the outline of my husband waiting outside the, uh, waiting outside through the small window in our door, and I felt annoyed that he was that he was rushing me and even complained out loud before going outside. But when I opened the door, no one was there. And my previous annoyance turned into fear. I went to the mm. car and my husband and son were both already buckled up and, and confirmed with my husband that he wasn't what I saw. I can't remember for how long this went on, but I do remember the last thing that happened. One night my son was sleeping in my bed when I woke up to him crying. I freaked out and tried to calm him down only to realize he was still asleep. He stopped crying almost... As quickly as he'd started, but a few seconds later, he said, Goodbye, Coco. I felt pretty calm and thanked Coco for his visit. After that night, I only ever woke up because of pregnancy insomnia. Now nighttime, uh, oh, because pregnancy insomnia and nighttime feedings. I don't hear unexplained voices anymore. Part of me hopes Coco is still around to protect us. But anyhow, thanks for creating an awesome show. I have a few other stories about seeing, sensing things or premonitions. 
I guess. So if you're interested, let me know and I'll try to send those over as quickly as possible. Laura. Laura, first off, send away. Dude, for real. Second. And I hope Coco is spooking it up, dude. Coco is there watching after them Mm -hmm. and those sweet babies. Sweet, sweet babies. But for anyone who wasn't on the Facebook Live, we had kind of talked about a theory that pregnant people might be more sensitive to paranormal activity because they've got, like, the extra energy from hormones and things like that. So it was just kind of a theory that people had talked about in the comments. And Laura said, oh, my gosh, thinking back to it, like, I did have some paranormal experiences while I was pregnant. So totally could be the case. But regarding the entity that she's seeing, I know another medium who sees basically a copy of her husband. What? It's like... And is he alive? Yeah, her husband is alive. And she sees basically a doppelganger of her husband. And she said it hasn't been a bad omen, which is what people normally, you know, equate... Uh, doppelgangers too she said it's just basically like a copy of her husband that she sees and they're like slight variations so she knows when it's not him but to someone who isn't aware that that's what's happening you might not see any differences in that person at all that's crazy and did it so was it did we read a story from reddit that about a guy who had somebody break it he was like i saw my girlfriend destroy our apartment walk out come back and she was fine (gasps) and then it was like that wasn't my girlfriend but it was i i don't think we read that but that's i need to find that story and read it to you guys because that's a crazy story and if that's something that happens like you get doppelgangers it is it is i've read some i've read a lot of stories actually on it. It's so weird. It's mostly people think it's you from another dimension. And then it's just like, Oh, that's scary. (laughs) It's just a little fluke. (laughs) So spooky. A little glitch. Spooky. Yeah. Uh, And dude, I'm sorry. I thought I had the last story, but I don't. There's one more story. No, no worries. We got one more. One more. This is the most exciting news. The fun doesn't and you know have what? to end here. It's Wait, from you, someone I've do you, known. Do you mind if I what? just yell at my cat real quick? Because it's oh, in my ahead. flowers. Oh, Holly. my God. Make sh- <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we're the Golden Ghouls. Cat disciplinarian. Get down. Coming to you live. <laughs> Get I down. I had to text Steve in the other room because I thought he was making a ruckus in there, but it's actually Angus because he's in a cone right now, oh, and Angus was Angie. scratching the cone, and I heard it, and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> so the I got her. He's a scratchy boy. Or oh, I apologize. Also, Emily, there aren't any lilies in that bouquet, right? No, 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 girl. Your okay. girl's got roses without the thorns. Oh, love it. For all your all the cat owners out there, you may already know this, but I didn't. Uh, lilies are extremely poisonous to cats, so if you have a cat, don't even think about bringing them in because even the pollen from the lily can kill your cat. And I found that out the hard way. Dante got the pollen all over him, himself, and I had to bring him to the vet. 
and it was he's he's okay but it was very scary so no lilies okay are y'all ready i'm yes. ready this story is from someone i have known my entire life she also happens to be my cousin <laughs> so this is from jesse hey ghouls i've been wanting to send you all some things for a while but as i mentioned to kylie i've forgotten most of the spooky tales from my youth I think somewhere in my growing up, I wrote a lot of it off as my being an anxious person with an, a wild imagination, but I have memories of shadows and voices, weird dreams and the like. All that said, one story that I remember vividly came from my time in college and most specifically from my sorority. I, jo I joined the sorority. Why am I saying that? It's so weird. So already. <laughs> Is the accent coming out? I was like, oh, oh, God. what's happening? <laughs> but I didn't know if you noticed it. <laughs> Is that an is that a Boston accent? So we're already. saying it, or am so I? Already. What's wrong with me? So already, so already. <laughs> I can't even. I can't so even already. say it like you. Sorority. 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 Yes. <laughs> wow, what is happening to me? What was another word that I kept saying weird? Father. I was like fa father. <laughs> Help me, God. Ugh. Okay. So she joined that in 2009 and moved into the house that fall. Greek life is inherently a little spooky. Being steeped in tradition and whatnot, and part of joining is about learning the history of both the organization at large and of the college-specific house. Unfortunately, my house had experience with tragedy. In the 70s, sisters from a chapter in Florida were some of the Ted Bundy's victims. Oh. And in the late 80s... A sister from my house was murdered at a nearby mall. The story is pretty tragic, and I don't want to go into it too much, but her name was Sharon. By the time I had moved in, Sharon had become someone, something of a legend herself, and everyone had their own version of the story. You know, lights flickered from time to time, hearing someone at the end of the hallway, but no one was there when you got to it, etc. I asked a few friends what they remembered, and one told a story of a balloon floating down the hall. But the air was so still, it shouldn't have been moving. Another mentioned studying in the basement late at night by herself and hearing the chair next to her move before a folding chair on the other side of the room started creaking shut. She left quickly. I remember doing laundry and hearing voices in the other room, and when I went to check, no one was there. There were also rumors that her room was always colder and that whoever stayed in it would have a bad semester, would be agitated, but I never spent too much time in there. Anyway, you know those framed portraits of each member of the house? They're called composites, and like any good Greek house, we had them on display all over the place. The most recent ones were hung most prominently in the dining room and living room, while older ones were rotated to other places in the house. We had a nice little patio out back, and the easiest way to get to it was through the basement, where you had to walk by Sharon's composite. Being the superstitious, superstitious cherub that I am, I would not walk by it without offering a kind hello or goodbye. But that's not the eerie part. Each of these composites is professionally framed with glass and everything, except Sharon's. As the story goes... Any time glass was put in, it would fall and shatter, so it was the only one hung without the glass. Apparently, she's still ghosting around. 
The current sisters had one of those quarantine bingos on Insta and has and been spooked by Sharon was a square. <laughs> I don't think she was harmful, just wanting to be included like any sister would. You know, one of the tragic details of her death is how long it took to realize something was wrong. From the age before cell phones, I really think she just doesn't want to be forgotten again. Anyway, that's the one I remember. Pretty sure my apartment is also haunted. My dog stares at one spot. Keep it spooky. Kylie's favorite cousin, Jesse. Wow. Ooh, I want to know. I want to know the the deep the deep details of Sharon of the murder. Yeah, yeah. same. Oh yeah. Also, like sorority houses are just naturally spooky to me, I and I don't just know what say the same thing. it is. It's like. I, I don't I know. There's so much energy. Yeah. I think they see so much life and there's yeah. and most of them are pretty old, I'd say. Yeah. And there's you like know? the secrecy and the traditions mm-hmm. and it's like Right, the mystery, what, what's behind what, those doors. Yeah, what secrets yeah. do people keep that like might be really dark? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. there's it's always spooky. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah sisterhood, but Something always has spooked me. I'm going to be yeah. embarrassed right now and say I did live in a sorority house. And <gasps> ours was... Don't be embarrassed. Ours was, it was newer. Ours was newer. And that thing was spooky. Like it was mm. built probably like in 2007 or something. And even... I, I think big homes are pretty spooky, no? Yeah, I was about to say, oh, yeah. I feel like if you have a lot of people in one space, there's just so much energy and, like, I mean, even if you live with just a few people, like, one person's weird energy can affect everybody. So it's, like, imagine getting mm-hmm. a ton of people and multiple people are going through things and it's just, like, going to yeah. be weird. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Also, the chances of bringing in some type of entity entity that was attached to someone is much higher because there's just so many more people. Definitely. Also true. Hmm. We might have cracked Oof. something here. I wow. Something here. Are we think experts? <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say? Wow. It just, it just so could be. Yeah, those were some really. There is some spooky stuff happening tonight. I'm a little a bit a little bit scared. Scared. It's all right. Of the wallies. Why did I say it like that? I love it. (laughs) Well, if anyone else has other spooky stories, be sure to send them to us at the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. We can never get enough. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get <laughs> your podcast. If you rate us and leave a review, send us a screenshot and we'll mail you a sticker. Oh, so fun. Fun fact. We tell, will. So- tell all your friends. And we just got some new cute stickers. So, you know. Get them while exciting. they're hot. Get them, babies. And yes. until next time. Yeah. Oh, what'd she have to say? I was just gonna say I think my middle my middle part and my tooth my and my front teeth are coming back. It's a good time. She's got a little gap. Yeah, the, the gap's coming back. It's pretty exciting. We love that. I know. <laughs> and until Me next too. time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ooh. 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 Ooh.